Hey there, whatever you are, Uncle Fleabottle here to remind you that Cynical Schlock was created for adult audiences only. Some of the movies we review and discuss may have offensive or outdated language and themes that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of Cynical Schlock, where we bring you the weirdest, wildest, and most outrageous movies out there. Today we're diving into the 1997 horror comedy, Jack Frost. My name is Joey Von Otto, and I'm joined by JJ Garcia. Hello. Astor Graves. What's up? And the Night Owl. Howdy. What'd you guys think of this movie today? It's a movie that we watched. Um, it's not... It's not the worst movie. I mean, I'm, I'm racking it up with a serial killer shark, serial killer turkey, and then now seasonal serial killer snowman. Yep. yep. Um, I loved him, and I hated him. There was a lot of bad in this movie, but there was a lot of things that I felt like they were almost there. If they could have just it, made the snow look like snow. I know they can do fake snow in California. I know that they can. They Why? Too many close-up shots of the snow of the, of for the them to be using cotton. Feathery yeah. cotton. And white blankets. And blankets. I couldn't I couldn't get past that part. <laughs> it made some good jokes on its own. Like some of the jokes that it made it was like, "Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. Now I can tell it's a comedy." But then sometimes it would do something and you take it a second you're like, "Was that supposed to be funny? Oh, that was a joke. Or was that just huh. Bad. Was yeah. that acting? It, mm-hmm. Some of the jokes didn't land, and you can tell that. Um, so this movie starts with a guy who's called Uncle Henry, if I remember correctly, and he's mm-hmm. telling a story to a young girl. Obviously, the young girl's voiced by a, an older woman, but like he, she, he's like, oh, I'm going to tell you a Christmas story. And she's like, I want a scary Christmas story. And he's a like, scary, okay. Happy. A, a scary, a happy scary, happy. Oh, scary, happy Christmas Christmas story. So he tells her the story of Jack Frost, and mm-hmm. she gets scared. Mm-hmm. And he's telling her the story over the opening credits, which are just like the ornaments on a tree, and it's got like the director's name and the producer's name and stuff like that. Staff holiday party Christmas gifts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love how they did the exposition with that, though. It was, you know, really well done. They tell you what led up to where you're at and, you know, kind of in a fun way. Yeah, it was very in the spirit. Doesn't Even if Uncle Henry is an asshole. Oh, he's a total dick face. Like, I would never let him around my child again, but... We jump from Uncle Henry and her to to this truck driving through the snow, and we get to see Jack for the first time. And it's not Jack as a snowman. It's Jack as Jack, like... He's a man-man. We, I got very, like, child's play vibes at the beginning of this because of the way very they, much. they did it. But Jack is goofy-looking. <laughs> he really was. He really His was. His notes say, uggo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. He had, like jet black hairs greased back and everything but had like scars on his face that were obvious like the one like, scar on his face i was like that's a really bad job guys yeah they were <laughs> gigantic like i mean i get him having big scars but like th- those were but do better job if you're pretty gonna obvious prop, so big yeah scars i did like that after henry told the exact story of what it was going on the drivers in the truck were also telling the story of what was going on yeah, just explain. in case we forgot. Yeah, in case that we... In the last five out. seconds. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so it was moved from, like, the narration to the credits to, like, the you meeting Jack and saying that he's not an attractive man. <laughs> he, he's captured by the police and they're taking him to prison, I guess. It's yeah, midnight. He's, he's, been, he's getting put to death. Yeah, he's getting... Yeah, he got sentenced to death and they're going to go... I don't understand why they needed to transport him to be able to yeah, do that. Yeah, that was confusing. What on, was wrong with that? the location? This is like Jurassic Park vibes, dude. They're like, oh, we got to move him this way, and then we got to get the truck to run into him at the same time, and then we can see what happens. Because that's later on in it, we learn about like 
the plans of this company and stuff that has have to do with this chemical truck that they run into. Yeah, which is but, being driven by a moron. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm not really sure how that accident happened, but I guess it happened just because plot said so. They all had enough time to say, oh my God, independently of each other. Yeah. And the camera flashed between the three of them with each word. It was very strange. It was very strangely shot and very strangely timed. And it was just kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> like, this is right after Jack, uh, he's... Kills a guard. He kills the guard. Because the cop, like, blows smoke in his face, and Jack just goes, mm, filtered. Which, how? Because he was handcuffed. His handcuffed to the to the bench. Well, isn't I, that the thing that, they, that Uncle Henry was saying? Before he was even a snowman, he was able to slip out of things and do things that he shouldn't have been able to do. I mean, I mean yeah, but that's not an explanation. A sleight of hand. <laughs> I still don't fully understand how he managed to like do half the things he did, even before he was a snowman. But plot dictated <laughs> this man was going to murder everyone. So they, he gets free, he's smoking the cigarette instead of having it blown in his face, and then they run into this truck, which says genetics on the side. Yeah, just generic genetics. It's just like genetics. And then it starts... That both of them explode, and uh, the chemical truck's like blowing, like all the chemicals all over Jack, and it just looks like cum. I could not. I was like, "Oh, it's a genetics truck," and now he's getting yep. covered in like white, clear liquid. Mm, convenient again for way too long. <laughs> yeah, it just kept going, but then he melts into the snow, and like it gets all bloody, and his hands turn into sticks, and well, then he melts into the snow. Do they turn into sticks? Well, the blood, the blood form. The oh, like, yes. okay, okay, the blood form. That yeah, sure. And then we get that super cool animation, guys. <laughs> I mean, I appreciated that little animation break. I kind of oh, wish they did more like that. Yeah. Where he was bonding to the snow. Yeah, where the DNA was actually being melted with the snow. And the whole time, he was making noises as if he was still mm. like a whole person. Like he could feel it. But I guess the point is that the soul, right? Mm. It's the yep, soul. It's the soul. The, the ground starts moving, and the cop's like, I'm going to shoot the ground! And we get that cool shot that's like the start of Resident Evil, where they're like the camera comes right at the guy's face, and he's like, shoot at the ground. I will say, I don't think we were supposed to tell that it was animated that heavily, but also I think it was um, kind of hilarious how like it was basically just like a dude under a Sherpa blanket. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. playing nightcrawlers. Wheeling up and down. And yeah. was like, <laughs> uh, this is when we get introduced to the the sheriff and his family. Was it? It was his son and his wife that yeah. were in the yeah. car with him. And they pull up on the the wreck. Yeah, the little shit of a son pops up out of nowhere with a little stuffed snowman on his hand or something. <laughs> he says, "Touch my finger, touch my knee, and I thank the Lord it was not me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you got that. I could not write that down. I'm sorry. I know I looked over out of the corner of my eye. You're just... <laughs> I disassociated, I guess. I don't remember that line. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was almost dubbed in, honestly. And so, then the kid proceeded to like hop up front and be like, can we pretty please go look at the carnage, parents? Can, yeah, pull can over we that. see and if anybody cop, died? The cop's like, no. Hey, can I see the carnage? He like rolls his window down to the guy. The guy's like, "No, this is this is a federal matter." It, it, not even he's like, "I'm not. I'm the sheriff of the city or whatever." He's just like, "Meh, okay." Pretty I sure guess his I'll go jacket home. said sheriff, but he doesn't do anything. <laughs> just gives in so freely. He's like, mm, "I could give up on that." So the next scene is them waking up the next morning, and the kids in the kitchen. He's just cooking up some breakfast or something for the dad and there's random shit on the counter there's like a big yellow jug there's some oreo cookies some marshmallows there's oatmeal and not like in a container just cookies and marshmallows all over the just counter like i was into the container. i as a parent was like what the hell are you doing <laughs> like <laughs> i realized how long it had been since i had seen this movie at, at that scene, because you were like, ha, that's the thing. And I was like, what are you talking about? And you're like, oh, yeah, remember the ending? And it clicked. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, now I remember. One of the cool things about my particular brain and its chemistry is that I have a terrible memory. So we've watched this movie before, but I 
I don't really remember most of it. This so. is one of those. It's like every time is a new experience. So this is a movie that even though we try to watch movies we haven't watched on here, this is a movie I absolutely have watched over and over throughout the years. And mostly because I have nostalgia for this movie. And that nostalgia stems back to Blockbuster Video. And going into Blockbuster Video and wanting to rent Jack Frost with, who is it, Kevin? Michael Keaton. With Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And finding this and taking it home and being surprised that that's not what the fuck I got. (laughs) Not at all. I was really tempted to switch the movie to that one before we started watching it. (laughs) Just to fuck with you. The kid, like, forces the dad to take that food for dinner. Or for lunch or whatever. No, the dad's the, like, no, I'm going to, yeah, just put it in the Ziploc bag and yeah. I'll take it with me. Yeah, I'm going to take it for lunch, okay, bud? Because it's like oatmeal or something. And it, yeah. He, it, he gets to the police station and he gets out of the car and he goes to throw it away. And he has like the second thought of like, no, my kid made this. I should keep it. Yeah, the it. kid's voice echoes in his head. And he like takes it out of the trash and puts it back. And I'm like, you're not eating that. You were never going to eat that. It's going to stay there. Your bag. Actually, well, <laughs> it was never going to mold. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who would have thought that the big MacGuffin of this movie was just going to be a sandwich bag full of goo? Right. Yeah, the Gross. little kid's, like, inability to know right from wrong. Which, also, mom was there. I'm just going to point that out. Mom yeah, was there. Mom was allowing that kid to put chemicals. Okay, now I'm just going to say it. It's antifreeze. He put antifreeze, and that's that helps them at the end of the movie. But, like, the mom's sitting there watching him put all this shit in the, in the pot and doing nothing. Yep, poison your dad. I don't give a fuck. I mean, like, and even if she wasn't paying attention at that point, she does say later that she cleaned up after him. So she found the antifreeze on the counter. And, like, what? why wouldn't you ask questions? What is going on in this fucking universe this movie's in? Why would you clean up after him and then leave him alone in the kitchen again A second for any time. reason? <laughs> leave that child alone, period. Like, like, just drive it out into the woods. Go home. She, like, walks in later in the movie and she's like, I just fucking cleaned this shit up, bro. Yeah. I. And he's like, yeah. That's why I did it again. I had new space. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't make me clean it up. He th- picks it back up out of the trash. Throws it back into his car, which it has turned green at this point. Yes. Right. And he runs inside and uh, he we meet Hairspray Lady. Oh, gloss over it. It's also where he trips over the snow and lifts the oh, blanket up. Oh, that's right. Up. The blanket oh, yeah. of snow. <laughs> yeah, he goes to walk in the police station and hit the snow, which is co- cotton. Just catches his foot and goes with him as he climbs up the stairs. But he goes inside and he meets the hairspray lady, which if one of you guys have her name. I wish I remembered her name. Uh, She's always got a cup of coffee or a bottle of hairspray in her hand. Sometimes both. She's also my favorite character from this whole movie. (laughs) She was great. Me too. I loved her. See, I keep missing things in my notes. I like watch and then not think. So for me, it's like, that's antifreeze. There's a town snow thing happening in contest, question mark? This is just unhinged. That's right. They never did really touch on what was under. It was a snowman building contest. Or, I know yeah. there was a and lot then, of buildup for that one. Yeah, and they never really revealed it, I don't think. Maybe it was in the end because it might have gotten destroyed during the whole climax scene, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, I that's, guess I, I missed the scene where they introduced Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah, because that's where we first see the snow like really up close and where I was like, why does it look like that? That's not how fresh snow looks. And I was like, it could be. And I was like, no, I am. F- I have lived in Montana. <laughs> that is not how snow looks. <laughs> I said, what is this sculpture made out of? It looked like feathers. Because at one point there, I think it was a literal feather that's like stuck out and wafted a little bit. Or like, I I think it was like shredded plastic. Yeah, that's like a those very white shopping. Yeah, that's very more of that cotton. Yeah, man, it was just so bad. The props department tried their very best, guys. And it was funny because they, like, had some snow for the actors to be able to pack it like they did. And then he tried to pack that snow onto their fake snowman boobies because that's what he was making. He was just making titties. He, he was just making the titties on this snow, snow lady. Titty. That yeah. was a really well done snow was, lady, actually. It I mean, was yeah, kind it was of impressive if, that his character <coughs> would have done that. It, but, it, yeah, if it wasn't carved out of foam and covered in feathers, yeah, <laughs> I would have <laughs> been very impressed. 
in this movie, like many other movies of this quality, we had a repeating joke mm. that is in, gets told twice in this first scene. And the kids laugh. What did he say? He said, what's the difference between snowmen and snow women? What? Snowballs. <laughs> Stupid ass fucking joke. I mean, the joke does lead to a really cool line later yeah. in the movie, though. Yeah, but he changes the joke. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, it was never necessary. Right. It would have been awesome. It would have been a great fucking one-liner for the dad to say at the end when he fucking fucked up the snowman. But they had to ruin it throughout the entire... They, like, repeated it four or five times before we get to that point. It was like they were just trying out different places in the movie for it to be. And in the end, the editing team was just like, fuck it, we're putting them all in. It's going to be an inside joke for us. Right. And to this day, they're still telling this joke at Christmas time. So this, okay, so that's when he goes to the police office and we have the encounter with the hairspray lady. And he's he's like, oh, don't tell me somebody died. And she just holds up a piece of paper that just says, somebody, somebody died. died. <laughs> Who the fuck takes notes like that? Her. It was so Comic Sans. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out that it's old man Marley. Is that what his name was? I think yes. so. Pretty sure. Harper. That's what his old name man was. Harper. Old man Harper. It's Marley now. <laughs> okay, whatever. Old man Harper, who we have no knowledge of, don't care about at all, uh, apparently has been murdered. And the, the sheriff decides that before the coroner gets there. Yeah. And, and I get his neck was at an odd angle backwards. <laughs> he couldn't have just fallen asleep in, in the. In the uh, he went to sit no, down. Talk. They'll. <laughs> Snapped his neck on the back of his chair. Like, he looked very old, so it is possible that that's a thing that could have happened to him. <laughs> but for Brittle good, bone disease, man. So, we we get the shot of him from behind, and the rocking chair's rocking. And we're like, why is he still rocking? The what is going on? The whole time me, because there's and no the, wind. There's nothing, no reason. I was like, somebody has their foot on the fucking chair, and they're and, just going, squeaky, squeaky. And right after you said that, the sheriff looks over, and he's like, would you take your foot off the chair? And it stops. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so there was somebody just literally rocking the dead yeah. old man. Yeah. yeah, the deputy. Wow. I mean, small town antics, I guess, but... <laughs> oh, okay. You gotta entertain yourself. I did like that his two deputies were the two different archetypes. You got one who puked every single time. Mm-hmm. And you had the one who made a very un... Just not the right time man joke every single time. <laughs> They were kind of a fun duo. I liked them. Uh, So old man Harper on the mountain has died. And immediately everybody in town knows, even though... They say not to tell anybody. They tell nobody, supposedly. (laughs) And so, of course, the little town people get all riled up. And they're like, the one guy, I guess, has a hardware store. Also a gun store. Also, I guess it's a general store because he has everything you need. He owns a Walmart. Yeah. And he's like, 20% off ammunition, 20% off of this, that, and the other. And you want to like, buy some salt? 20% off. Way to rally there, guy. Thanks for the 20%. Which, he was offering everybody the 20% off, but he was like, hey, as as like a, you know, as a congratulations for the thing you did, Sheriff, I'll give you 20% off. I'm like, that's what everybody's offer is. <laughs> so it is at 40% off now? No. Does it stack? <laughs> I can see this guy arguing over every single dime, too. Like, oh, I'm yeah. not going down another penny. I gave you your 20% discount. He gave Mr. Krabs vibes for real. He gave me Don Vito vibes. <laughs> Don Vito mixed with John Ratzenberger. Yeah, there yep. you go. That's a fair. Those are names. those are people john ratzenberger is the voice of ham on toy story the piggy bank oh and did you ever watch i'm I'm assuming you never watched viva la bam no okay well bam margera has an uncle and his name is don vito and he i don't know how to fucking explain don vito man he's don vito you either were there or you weren't man i was not there no no you were not so, <laughs> so after uh, the townspeople rally, I, I is when we go see when we go to Jill's house. We go to Jill's house, or we yeah. see the boys outside. We go yeah. to Jill's house. Oh no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. The it's boys are outside. Twice. I had stepped away to make popcorn because uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I've seen this. I didn't remember half of this fucking movie. 
I've seen it a fucking half a million times. Oh, I, I didn't remember shit. Yeah. So we go back to the sheriff's house where little murder Bobby or whatever his name is. He's Billy in my notes. Billy is playing outside with a snowman that he doesn't know where it came from, but whatever. We're going to just, mom gave him the stuff to put eyes and stuff on it. So he has to pull out his little snowman puppet to be able to know what a snowman should look like, I guess, because he like studied it and then we'll put one piece in the very convenient divots that were already there for him. And then he would study it and then he would put another piece in. And then he would study it, <laughs> and it was like, "Do you not know what a snowman looks like, little boy?" I feel you bad live for in Snowminton. Clearly, this kid Snowminton. is not yes. somebody with the great most aspirations. Creative Snowmountain town name. I have <laughs> Snowminton. <laughs> anyway, so then the town bullies show up, I guess, and they're like, "Hey, kid, this is a black ice sled run, and you're in the way." Don't make me kick your ass again. And all of us were like, again, you're like 17 and this kid's like 10. What are you doing? Are you just constantly picking on children? <laughs> picking on the sheriff's the kid. Monster. What the fuck is right. wrong with of you? Of all the kids in town, the sheriff's kid. <laughs> Beef with the kid, though. Billy, when confronted by the police, is like, well, it's my dad's yard. He doesn't go, it's the sheriff's front yard, guys. That might not be the wisest idea. Not even as a threat. Like... Yeah, I don't. I I would use that shit all the time. Oh, you want to fuck with me? I'm gonna call my daddy. <laughs> and then he like whispers to himself, "I hope you hurt yourself though, or something like yeah, that." I ho- yeah, this I kid hope- was very passive. Mm-hmm. And um, the next thing you know, like I guess Jack Frost sm- bitch smacks the kid, but also causes a sled to run him over. Oh, he waited for the sled to be going, and then Jack Frost. Bitch slapped the teenager. Uh-huh. He fell over, and the sled was already in the path, so... Yeah, which again, going to call bullshit, because we'd have a whole lot more dead kids if that was how sleds worked. But it does Sharp frame Billy quite sled, nicely for right? the murder. And that kid wasn't even going very fast. No, the sled was not moving very fast, the child was not moving very fast, and the sled had to have been like ice skate sharp. Look, there's a reason this was straight to video. There, yeah, there's a lot of reasons. But then you see his head flying through the air. It was fucking... Which and, was funny. And then some other kid from there's the background is just like, Oh my god! Billy <laughs> killed him! <laughs> and then cut to, I guess, the sheriff showing up and everybody's there confronting everybody because, you know, the kid just got murdered. And they think that little Billy did it. And he's like, no, it was the snowman. And the townspeople start being like, what the fuck is wrong with your kid, dude? <laughs> And then we find out that Dead Boy's parents are like just toxic, dude. Terrible, hurt, just terrible. No wonder this kid was the town bully. Just a note says domestic violence. The moms seemed extremely. I felt sweet. bad for a mom. Like the mom seemed extremely sweet. She was getting down and on some milk of the poppy tea, though. That's a lobotomy. <laughs> and like the dad's just like, "What the fuck is your problem? Like, shut the quit being so happy all the time." Our kid is dead, you dumb bitch. She's like, do you want to turn the lights on on the tree? And he's like, you want fucking merriment? You're so stupid. Festivities? Fuck you. And it's like, well. Knit your fucking sweater, Knit my scarf and shut up is what he said. And I was like, you can take your scarf and suck it, mister. (laughs) As a knitter, I know how much work goes into that. Throw this shit in the fire now. Fuck you. The dad, like, goes outside to smoke his pipe and locks the door. And that's when we get... Uh, Jack for the first time, right? Is that the first time we actually see Jack? Well, we see him standing outside of the sheriff's house, but we don't quote we quote unquote don't know that that's who it is. Yeah, I mean, like this is the first time he has actual interaction with somebody, and he's talking to him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. where you actually hear him speak to someone. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry to bring it back up, but moving back one more time to the kid. They're talking about how the kids were fighting. They didn't get along. Oh, yeah. And the sheriff's like, nah, your kid's twice the size of Billy. And just, like, some random person in the background is like, nah anymore, he ain't. (laughs) (laughs) Best line in the whole movie. It was. Jesus. Way to bring Joey back in to rewatch that thing. (laughs) So, uh, right behind the dad is an axe. And then next scene, and Jack's, like, trying to distract him and shit. And he's like, hey, look over here. 
can I can I have a smoke or something? What is it? He said he says something about having a smoke. I think he asked smoke. for a light or something. Originally. Oh, yeah, he got a light, and the dad's like, "Oh shit!" and like throws his pipe in the ground. He's like, "I don't know. Is that is that you, Sam?" Like for the sheriff. Yeah, he's like, "Is that you?" And nobody responds. So he like goes back and he, he grabs the axe, and that's when Jack starts talking again. He's like, "Oh yeah, get it! Oh go go! Oh you almost got it! Get it! Oh you got it!" And then does he like appear behind him or something? Pretty much, yeah. And that's when we get uh, the dad. A, the dad dies. He does a Jason Voorhees on him and disappears yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, Jill's dad. Uh, Murder face, which is good. He shoves he the dick. axe down his throat. <coughs> yeah, the wooden handle. handle. Yeah. And then he goes inside and starts <laughs> messing with the mom. Which, was he supposed to use that stump for chopping wood? Because it was up to his, like, nipples. And that's not going to work for chopping wood. Did he chop that tree down? No. no, there is no way not, that dude no chopped a tree down. I know. It's just the Christmas decoration of the year. Like when they put the axe out during the cold months. And That's horrible. Well, he said axe. he was going to go get more firewood when he left the house, which is why, why he went Why did he outside. lock the back door? That's a good question, because he can't let his wife escape. What was also in his pipe for him to throw it on the ground when he thought someone was around? When he thought the cop was there? He's, He's like, like, oh, oh shit, cops. get rid of it. And so he lures him out, and then dude grabs the axe. Jack somehow just manages to snag it from him. There was, like, no scuffle. There was no... It's a lot of jump cuts in this There was just, like, straight-up snowman arm axe, and then to the throat. And and then dude was dead. Which, J.J. did mention, like, that this movie's got some good qualities. And I guess that's true. Like, the props and that kind of... the, the, The death... Special effects at the end. That's the word. Special effects were pretty okay. So he makes dad deep throat the axe, and then he goes inside to fuck with mom, which I think we talked about a little bit a second ago. She Um, just, like, always assumes it's him doing the stuff in the background, like the husband who's now dead. Well, I mean, her son's dead, her daughter's gone, so that's the only person there that should be, Mm -hmm. you know, doing stuff, but... And then somehow Jack... Gives her what she always wished for, which he was not there for the conversation earlier in in the movie, where she says that she wishes that she could have always been at the top of the tree. She wanted to be the angel at the top of the tree. So he wraps her up in tinsel and Christmas lights and crushes her head and then wraps her around the tree. Oh, yeah. He makes her the Christmas star. He takes a Christmas ball, shoves it in her mouth, and then smashes her face repeatedly into a box full of other ornaments. Which, if you've never shattered an ornament and stepped on it, then you don't know. But those things are like that is that is painful. This is one of my favorite parts in the movie that happens right after this is when the cops come in, and one of the cops is like everybody's being serious, but one of the cops says, "Do we not just want to leave her up for the twelve days of Christmas?" And then he just like pops a pez in his mouth. Yeah, no, these two cops oh my are. Gosh. Uh, I, oh gosh, we can't skip the fact that there is this one important scene in the movie where the crazy hardware store or general store owner comes in. Oh, I forgot that he did that. the snowman, as Jack Frost is all like, he says his one line, and then the hardware owner opens a door, as he previously terrified the shit out of the sheriff by doing earlier in the movie. I almost got shot. Do you need Mm -hmm. some salt for your driveway? 20% off. Salt? I'm here to drop off the salt? And he just walks in on this killing, mobile, joking, animated snowman and, like, a dead person who's his town person. And he just loses it mm-hmm. and then, like, <laughs> runs off. I forgot that that happened. It's, it, I did not. I he was, it was a strange character. He really was. That was the John Ratzenberger. Sounded, yeah. That's, character. that's the guy. So after she becomes the angel on the tree, we jump back to... Well, that's when the cops, like, he kind of, like, I got to go check something. And he speeds off. And then Jack's in the middle of the road, road, Jack's in the middle of the road holding a stop sign. So the cop gets out. And then Jack takes his cop car and runs over the cop. Oh, yeah, that's when the cops all, like, trying to justify seeing a snowman in the road. And then all of a sudden it's gone. He's like, yeah, a thermal updraft. I've heard of this. Right. (laughs) Right, in this, I mean. He did a good job with that, like self-convincing tone. Like, uh, sure, sure, mm-hmm, sure. Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah. it. That's what it is. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. <laughs> and we go back to Shane and Elizabeth. 
and we get the almost sex scene where Shannon Elizabeth starts coming on to what was his name, Billy. Was everybody fucking no, it was Tommy. No, it was Tommy. Tommy. God, thank God. Wasn't it Jill and Tommy? Billy was the kid. Yeah, it was wasn't Jill. It? Yeah, Billy was the kid. Yeah, Jill was the teenager, and then Emmy or Emma was like the wife or something, right? I specifically remember that Jill was a redhead. I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> so we get these, uh, these maybe adults, maybe not, who come up to the sheriff's house after everybody's being evacuated, and they're like, you know, it'd be really cool. If we broke into the sheriff's house and boned. And the dude's like, no. This nope. sounds like a really bad idea. Yeah. Well, she was, you know, <laughs> high on grief or whatever. Because her <laughs> brother just got murder-faced by a snowman. <laughs> so she oh, wanted to have some sex about it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, and the best place to have sex about it is to go into the sheriff's house. Obviously, breaking and entering into the sheriff's house. Into the kid's house that potentially killed your brother. Right. Whose house they were in? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Her house. Yeah. No, no, that was the sheriff's house. Wow. Try that again. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was the sheriff's house. Yep, it was it was the sheriff's house. That's why I said something about the kitchen being the only indoor set they had. <laughs> You're right, because that is the only part of the sheriff's house we saw. Yep. Uh, so, like, while they're getting up naked and everything like that, her gloves kept coming on and off throughout the <laughs> yeah, entire, like... Yeah, like, the striptease montage. I swear I saw a zipper unzip, like, four different times. I was like, wait... There was a lot of layers, so there was a there lot of was. zippers, so that, that makes sense. They, and bo- they both took off at least, like, eight layers. And again, having lived in Montana, like, checks out, depending on where they're supposed to be. I guess they're in Colorado, because he calls Denver. Yeah, he said Denver's probably the closest city, so they can't be that far from Denver. Snowminton. 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 The worst named city ever. Okay, but I'm still hung up on, why did she spend so much time blow-drying her hair in the house that she broke into to have sex in? And then take to a take bath? A, yeah. Directly after? Yeah. Are you sure that that was the sheriff's house? Yes, yeah. 100%. But why was she taking a bath? Because she thought she that Tommy, house. she thought that Tommy ran her a bath. Turns out it was just Jack Frost. Because she told him, you know, if you want sex, you need to have a bottle of wine and a roaring fire. Yeah. So Who that the fuck breaks into somebody's house and lights a fire. That's I said that we when we were. I mean, it. unless you're an arsonist, because <laughs> yeah. remember. Like, <laughs> Tommy chisels out part of Jack Frost from the freezer and puts it into the. The wine wine. Fleet, which was kind of weird fleets. because they never did anything with that. Yeah, you know, it was just he know. breaks he breaks it off and puts it in there, and then there's a knock at the door. So I think it was like a red herring. They're like, "Ha ha, this is gonna happen." It's and not confirmed. We ever knew where Jack Frost was in the house. He was everywhere <laughs> and nowhere all at the same time. Yeah, I agree. It could have been a red herring though, because you know it had a couple of carrots in there to make you think it was him, but then like. Who ran the bath? Because Tommy was was being murder faced in the kitchen. Can he multiply himself? Um, Why didn't he do that more? Yeah, maybe that's what the se- what happens in the sequel. Because I mean, it's like a halt. It's a not even a Christmas movie. He's like on a beach or something. I don't know. That based on the cover, I haven't watched it. <laughs> <laughs> There's palm trees and sand. Right. He's like in Florida. He like goes to Florida He's or something. Used and- with antifreeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> antifreeze you won't get cold so tommy's in the kitchen trying to get uh things together when jack frost murder faces him he comes out of nowhere um because i don't remember seeing water leaking into the house anywhere he opens the door does he he just opens the door yeah and he's uh, he's like who's there oh that's right and the, he breaks top. it jack breaks the door open and he goes uh, well, it's not fucking frosty. That's right. That's right. And, uh, Tommy... and then he stabs stabs Jack with a fucking ice pick. Yeah, Tommy stabs him with an ice pick, and then Jack's like, "Well, I'm just going to stab you back." So that's that's what happens. He stabs him like in the forehead. Well, yeah, he, he pulls out like icicles and then starts stabbing him with him. So it's like a new and unlocked. I was about to say, didn't he shoot one at him all sub zero like? Yeah, yeah. There was, yeah. And then like the one that was the death strike retracted out of the wall and then like and the blood pulsated. came through yeah. and started to pulsate and i was like what is this what is what happening is doing to this poor kid's head he's just jamming it in there just enough that it doesn't go back through the wall <laughs> i guess man the chemical element of the soul is very uh unstable when you murder wait hold up i have the answer to this one 
<laughs> 38 right. people across 11 states. That's right. <laughs> Jill, Jill's upstairs, and like you were saying, he, she thinks that Jack uh, drew her a bath. So she, Tommy, gets, she thinks Tommy drew the bath. Tommy, sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so she gets into the bath, and it like immediately starts to freeze. Well, she gets to enjoy it because we have the bath montage where it's supposed to be sexy because she has like the dove bar of soap that she rubs on her neck. Bath. And then we get like her legs, and I think uh, we see her getting her hair very wet again because, as Owl pointed out, she just spent 30 minutes blow drying it. And then she gets in the bath, which I think is just because she like didn't expect it. And you do kind of have to blow dry your hair when you're coming in out of the snow sometimes because it's very cold and wet. It clings and then it melts and then your hair is wet. But I, I don't know. She's So she's in the bath enjoying herself. And then all of a sudden and she's like, Tommy, don't thing. add cold water. Oh, no, it's freezing. And then like, Open carrot. your eyes. How do you right? <laughs> Don't add cold water. Nobody's putting, no, no water's running. There's not like a cup of water. Nobody arm reached in. Nothing. In there. Nothing to indicate Bitch, look water. look around you. Open nothing happened. So she starts to freeze and it, it turns out to be Jack Frost. And he stands up. And smashes her head into the wall. We talked about this before we watched the movie. Me and JJ have always referred to this as a rape scene. It apparently is technically a rape scene. However, it was not filmed intentionally as a rape scene. And they had to add lines in afterwards. Like, it seems as if Christmas came early this year. Yeah. I hope it was good for you as it was for me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and while we were watching This is some Thanksgiving level fucking one-liners. <laughs> I think the writer took a day off and they were like, hey, you coffee guy. I think the turkey and Jack Frost to get together for coffee. Dude, I would watch that movie. That would be hilarious. Killings with Jack Frost. It'd be like Ginger Dead Man and fucking, what was it? Puppet Master? Was that Evil what crossed Bong. over? Evil the Bong. E- yeah, I was yeah. about to say, uh, Evil Dolls and Puppet Master crossed over. That's true. Yeah. Man. There's a lot of shit we're going to eventually have to watch. So many things. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) Uh, I really want to start getting into trauma movies next year. So any trauma movies you guys want to watch. And now, Aster, I know that you may not particularly like a lot of them, but too fucking bad. I'll get over it. Um, Stockholm Syndrome will kick in eventually. Just watch Tromeo and Juliet. What the fuck is that? Oh, oh no! God. Don't ask questions, man. <laughs> we can watch Shakespeare shit, shitstorm. Oh God! <laughs> I mean, I'd vote for that one. So anyway, uh, we go back to the town that's like <laughs> running around and panicking, and they do a lot of that. I feel like every time we cut away from what Jack Frost is doing, we're just watching people go. Aah! Except for that one guy with the what was it? He had a hat on or something just walking around when people are getting murdered he's yeah. like fuck it oh yeah people were, he just left he's he, like, like not my problem doors, everybody's home. locking themselves inside the building he just walks out of the building and no and there's no no one pays attention to him he's the one not cauca- non-caucasian in the entire town he's like i know that i don't want to be with all of you guys <laughs> right I'm you're on go one location i'm going home <laughs> i'm gonna go somewhere else he's gonna come here for you guys <laughs> This is when they, like, fill the entire police station with hairspray. They go downstairs, open a cabinet, and it's just, like, chock full of hairspray and roach spray. Yeah, and And other aerosol things. They, like, tape the spray open and, like, put cans everywhere. Like, they're bombing the place with bug bombs. And then lure Jack downstairs and blow up the entire fucking police station with a handgun to a window. To a window frame. To a window frame. So, like... I guess that's how the spark happened. Yep. Well, and at this point, the sheriff has figured out that hair dryer is a good weapon, so heat is a good weapon. So they're like, we're going to blow up this place, I guess. Mythbusters has ruined me. <laughs> yeah, like, right? I, when I was a kid, and I mean, fuck it, when I was a kid, when I was an adult, when I was younger and watching like movies like this, I'm like, fuck it. I don't care if that's real or not. No, Mythos, I'm like, that's not real. This, we are called cynical slug, so. You're allowed to be cynical. <laughs> but, uh, so Sam, Sam, right? That's the sheriff's name? God, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I think so. Good neighbor Sam. He, uh, he figures out the heat is a good weapon, so they, they tape down all the shit, and they're going to escape out the little tiny window on the other end of the hallway, except that they need a key 
at the fr- at the start where they started. He left, he left the, the door keys in the door with their comically large keychain. Oh yeah, God. the key ring was gigantic on that. And then he nearly had a PTSD episode picking up the keys when you drop them. Yeah, they because were I don't think we remembered to mention that Jack Frost is tied to the sheriff somehow. I guess he was the key to putting him away. The arresting officer. He was the one that so, he was called arresting So officer. Jack Frost promised that he would find a way to come back and kill him and his family and all of these different things. So one, now he has PTSD about Jack Frost. That's one thing I always forget about this movie. And, and like we even watched it today, and I completely forgot. He just has PTSD episodes uh, concerning Jack Frost, mm-hmm. even though he encountered him one time. Yeah. No, he was also there at the... Oh, uh, at a protest while he was like... Like he worked at the security. trial or whatever. Yeah. But they were like transporting him for <laughs> court or something. So he reaches down and tries to pick up the keys, has a little flashback moment, finally picks up the keys, starts to go back down the gas filled hallway and gets grabbed by Squirrely McGee. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, no, he, he got initially he got grabbed by Jack Frost. Oh the, yeah. And he was like, Oh fuck and like knocked away the hand because it's made of snow. fucking snow. Right. right. And then John Ratzenberger grabs him from inside the cell. He lets him out like, of the Don't forget cell. about me. Not and then he gets stuck in the window like Winnie fucking Pooh. <laughs> exactly like Winnie the fucking Pooh. And then we get another one of my favorite one-liners from Jack right after that. So they blow up the police station and Jack comes out. They're like, oh, he's gone. And then he's not fucking gone. Here he comes around the corner and he's like, look, Ma, I'm a Picasso. <laughs> yeah, because his Great head moment. and his arms and everything were all mixed up. It was fantastic, and I liked that puppet. It was only on for, like, a few seconds, but that version of the puppet was kind of fun. Um, I don't think I wrote it in my notes or anywhere, but, like, we met this FBI agent, or he's not even an FBI agent. He's like, are you FBI? He's like, yeah, sure. Sure, I'm FBI. He's That's some good. secret agency sure, agent. He's a fucking mercenary. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's definitely a contracted uh, bodyguard for the scientist. For the scientist. It's like Injun fucking had something... They're like, we gotta get these dinosaurs off this fucking place. We gotta hire this guy. This instead, they're like, we have a mutant fucking snowman on the loose. We have to send out another guy to deal with that. I honestly can't believe they sent that guy. The most like obvious motherfucker is like, no, I'm not. I'm not here because of uh, a new cryptid that exists. I'm here to investigate something else completely. I he shows can't some more killing signs of somebody that we're looking for. We've been tracking this person for years. Well, what have you been tracking for years? I can't tell you that. I can tell you we've been tracking. Him. I can tell you we've been tracking him for years. It's um, we're cold. We're cold, man. The trail's cold. I don't know what happened. Uh, he gets the nickname Officer Manners or Agent Manners. And that's, that's the like name the, he gave him. That's the only name that I heard him by, so I wasn't sure if he provided the name or if that yeah. was just the... That was, like, his, I, name. When that was Sam, his name. Okay. Some asshole yeah. named Master... Some asshole named Manners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when Sam tells uh, a hairspray lady to call the FBI or whatever and get a hold of Agent Manners, that's who he's talking about. And then he walks into his office and he's already sitting there. Yep. And along with Agent Manners, we get the scientist who's obsessed with his his uh, project so much that he doesn't care that it's killing people and he just wants to capture it. We get our Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, he has one line in the movie. He says, Frost manis- manifestation is my proof. I'm like, so snow? I, I think I he was said like, what? Frosts. 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 Yeah. <laughs> frost manifestation is real. Yeah, dude. We, yeah, happens every year, bro. We live in Colorado. <laughs> We're in Snowton. Snowminton. Snowminton. <laughs> Snowminton. So the name of the town is S N O M O N T O N. Snowminton. Snow Mountain, which but we didn't want to say no. It's it's like a Pokemon. Snowminton. I felt ridiculous trying to say the like city's name or the town's name. I'm like Snow Snowmon. I know, Snow you Mata. and I both struggled for a minute. We were both like, it sounded like I was helping our kid with <laughs> with the fucking kindergarten homework for a minute. For those wondering if uh, the team was successful when they uh, blew up the entire police station with hairspray, bug spray, and a gunshot, and killing Jack Frost, by the way. No. No. Mm-mm. That's no. when we get the Picasso line, is right after oh, that. Right. 
I'm uh, pretty sure that gun had that a different scope. It would have worked. He they kills like, somebody right after that, too. Who does he kill right after he goes Picasso? He kills the scientist, doesn't he? Mm. No. No. Oh, uh, yeah, he kills the agent and the... No, that's not Yeah, kill he does. You're right. He kills the agent. No. No, because Maybe he doesn't. I just mixed things up. Yeah. No, he kills fucking John Ratzenberger. Oh, that's right. He kills... He kills John right. Ratzenberger. Not John Ratzenberger. <laughs> and then... Uh, they're, I guess they think that they beat him again or something. And they go to go to the car. Do you remember why they thought that they were done? So like the dad and the kid try to go to the car and Jack attacks them in the car. And that's when they throw the bag of oats in his face. To come up with a secondary plan to use the furnace in the basement of the church and that's then right. a secondary attempt to burn him. And that's when they celebrate thinking You're right. that they've killed him. And that's yeah. when the They do a agent. lot of premature celebrating in this movie. Yeah. They had a lot of good ideas that just fell short. Yeah. So they try to melt him. He melts, but then he gets out. That's what it was, right? He steams. He He's collects ste- his yes. steam. Yeah, he collects his steam on the window, and then he gets out. And then the kid, he attacks the kid and the dad in the car. And that's when the oat thing happens. Mm-hmm. And they throw it on his face, and he, like, flops around a lot and beats against the car window. And they're like, oh, it's and burning then, him. And then he and has the, muscles. Yeah, it creates well, organs. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? Yeah, it was all of a sudden he was bloody and, like, had p- pulsing brain matter, question mark? My theory <laughs> is that um, it antifreeze is, like, an anti-chemical, like, I don't know. I'm, th- this is fake movie science, not real science. So you've got this chemical mad scientist who makes a chemical that can take the human DNA stuff and make it bond to anything outside of flesh. So antifreeze breaks that down, which tries to condense the molecules back to flesh, which is why when he melts, he bleeds and has organs. Oh, look at you being all smart with the science. That's like my best guess, but I don't think the writers actually thought about it that much. Probably not. <laughs> but good on you for thinking about that that much. Just but this real. is the this is the time. So the <laughs> he throws the bag of oats on the dude's face, on Jack's face, and it starts melting him or whatever. And the dad's like, "It's melting," and, and little Billy's like, "I'm sorry, I just, I just wanted you to be warm because I wanted to protect you." <laughs> and the dad was like, "What the fuck did you put in that?" And the kid's like, "Antifreeze." <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he didn't eat that glop that he I think the mom so knew. They get the genius idea to make really a hillbilly hot tub in the back seat back of somebody's pickup truck just of antifreeze. Oh my god, that was ridiculous. Do you know how many one gallon things of antifreeze it would take to put up, fill up the bed of his that truck? At least fourteen, according to the props department. <laughs> and then they melt well they like lure him to the second floor of the thing and then make him jump off the top he like drags him down with he's stabbing the cop right yeah he like, stabs the he cop stops. in the heart quote which unquote. to me was more of a rape feel than the bathtub scene yeah because the rape scene wasn't supposed to be a rape scene right. until the editors was like you know what that looks like right <laughs> fucking perverts right like what right. Is wrong? you ruined a perfectly good scene of a woman getting her head smashed against the wall you right ruined american pie <laughs> <laughs> You pie fucker. You can't do oh pie goodness. fucker. So, yes, there's the good, there's the uh, fight scene that leads Jack to the top of the church. I don't even know what fucking building what, it I don't was. I know what building All, they were in. It was like the general store or something, I think. Yeah. So he, like, stabs the cop, and uh, then he gets distracted. Yep, you hear the... Uh, as the truck pulls up and sloshes antifreeze everywhere and i was like well there goes half of it (laughs) so the sheriff suicide grabs him by running forward on the icicle he's being stabbed with into a vat of antifreeze like i was saying hillbilly hot wound yeah and jack melts like fucking cotton candy it was so fast it also okay so it wasn't it wasn't because when they had the little prop it changed every time that he like pulled him back out of the antifreeze. They couldn't find any consistency with shots. <laughs> no, well, it was like the passage of time was shown through the difference in the prop he was using. Because like at first Jack, you know, had the dent in his head from the first wound, and then 
Like, he came up the next time, and he was a little bit flatter. And then he came up the next time, and he was a little flat. And then the final time, he was like a pancake. And then it just was dissolved after that. But it all happened really fast. So it was just... It <laughs> I mean, the cop got some good punches off in that, too. I mean, he was fighting the foam. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was going well, like, to town. And then his kid goes, Dad, you forgot his arm. Billy is the worst, dude. I Billy. would, like, send that kid to boarding school. He almost gets fucking killed. Fuck this kid, man. Yeah, he can just spend the rest of his life in Europe. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Dad, he forgot his arm, which then immediately grabs him. It wraps him up. Entirely valid. That, that cotton batting was very him. scary. So what do they do? Throw the kid in the air. Throw the whole kid <laughs> in the antifreeze. They're like, yep, look, he tried to poison us. Just and literally tried to baptize him in antifreeze. Didn't try. Did. Did yeah, that baptize. Was four times successful, from my account. That poor kid kept having to hold his breath because he was getting dunked by a gigantic dude. I don't know if they practiced that or, like, was this a... <laughs> did so, they tell the kid? <laughs> So after this movie, the director went on to direct the movie Wrong Turn. I don't remember. I don't know if you guys remember that movie. Vaguely. It's like a 2003 horror movie where they like make a stop and then they get chased by a truck like the yes, rest of the movie. Yes, I remember that. I don't think I watched it. That was the same director. Maybe we'll watch that. I don't remember if it's bad or not. <laughs> it sounds bad. I haven't seen it probably since 2003. When yeah. it came out? Well, that was Jack Frost and the final episode for our holiday um, extravaganza, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Yay. Holiday horrors. Um, we will be taking a short break for a few weeks and starting season two coming uh, near the end of January. Thanks for listening to season one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cynical Schlock. Check out new episodes every Sunday and follow us at Follow the Squatch on both Facebook and Instagram. Want to chat with each of us and give us ideas for what to watch? Join us on the Cynical Schlock HQ Discord. See you next time.